Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me and for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Hormone harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are.
Hi, and welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime live edition. Welcome. Straight from the Zoom. Yeah. And, Gretchy. What? We had some of our favorites join us again. That was really fun. Oh, so fun. And they got to see the ugliest room in my house. Office. <laughs> you didn't even put any pictures up. I didn't. I added some decorative pillows, though. Were those from your living room? No, those are from you my kids' bedroom, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, guys. Whoever did join us, that was really fun. We had some new new joiners from our last time, and we had some of our old ones, and we did have a real good time. It was. Much different than last time, Gretchen, because our kids were, well, my kids especially, were not good at all. My kids were great. There was one point your kids were screaming like bloody murder. Oh, I didn't even hear. (laughs) (laughs) My kids kept coming in and and in and in and out. And my husband, when I got done, I was like, well, that was a shit show. Did you give him a piece of your mind? I didn't give him peace of my mind. I just said because you're no. still birthday hungover. I think yeah, you're not gonna true. you're gonna suck it up for like mm, another week and a half for sure. Then irritation. He's gonna get the wrath from. No, never <laughs> does. I'm like the best wife ever. But he was like, "Wait, what? The kids were coming in. They came into your podcast." I was like, "Oh my god, okay." So. Excuse my children when you uh, hear them or you hear me yelling at them. Oh, we're going to edit that shit out, I hope. Certainly, there's certainly some editing. I'm hopeful. And at least your husband was home. My husband took off. He was scheduled to be home and he was like, bye, boo. Gots to work. Got to do what you got to do, especially yeah. in this time. Yeah. Okay, so the trails are open now here and shit's opening up. And I had the scariest dream last night, Gretchen. You did. Uh huh. I had a Corona dream, my first one. Oh, tell me, tell me. I more. had a dream that we were in Costa Rica for some reason at a dance party that turned into an exercise club. Okay, that sounds stupid. I hate people that exercise on vacation. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is just what my this is what my mind's going to. And the guy that was doing the exercising, he comes by with like a bottle of water and he drips it in everybody's mouth. You know how like they you've seen that before. Like, I mean, it doesn't really happen, but whatever. And so I drink it and then I'm like, dude, there's like 300 people in this room. And I just drink out of all of them. It's kind of like the Mexico where they put the tequila in your mouth. And yeah. Stick you around. Oh, that's not happening anymore. Right. Oh, hell to the no. Mm-mm. So. Then I was like, I just exposed myself. I'm going to get Corona. Like I got real nervous. I was having a panic attack in my dream. Then I woke up thinking like, I can't, I can't go out. (laughs) I have to keep staying (laughs) home. So I don't know. I'm, I, that was my first like real dream. Well, you know, I went on a trail run recently. Yeah. And you got lost. Yeah. And I got lost. I followed a trail and it was like a dirt. My neighbor told me that there's this trail that goes all the way down to the beach. And so I, I, my husband peer pressured me to go check it out. And it was like a small trail where there's like overgrown bushes and stuff. And I got so nervous and I was thinking in my head, I listened to way too much true crime to participate in this shit. 
Like I should not be on this trail by myself. Dude, this is like a true crime story that we tell you like ding dong. I know. And then I got lost and I exited the trail and found myself in the Monarch Beach Estates. I couldn't get the fuck out of there either. <laughs> like That's gated fancy. community. <laughs> yeah, I came out by the Ritz. It's <laughs> like, okay. Oh, God. How do, how do I get home? Take me home. Oh my God. That's so funny. I did trail run before by myself too. And I always freak myself out. Like I get real nervous and then my anxiety is up. My heart's racing faster than it probably should. So I think that's a a no for. Yeah. Negative. I need a nice wide path if I'm by myself for sure. And then I was like, my anxiety was extra because I was like, okay, I don't like being alone, but God forbid someone comes. How are we even going to pass each other? Well, yeah, not six feet apart. Not six feet apart. There was no way. (laughs) No. So forget it. No more running. My kids and I have been playing freeze tag and my husband. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when my husband chases me, I get like all nervous. I start running, but then I start peeing my pants at the same time and laughing like so hard. I'm a real bad. And so I'm like, oh, my God, if I was ever really chased, do you think I'd be laughing hysterically and peeing my pants? I think it's <laughs> probably good. Problem. Leave your D- leave as much DNA behind as you, as you can. It's your, you know, your instinct. True. It might be. I'll leave a little trail. Yeah. I've been doing go noodle with my kids, but apparently I'm so good at it that they just can't be bothered to participate anymore. So they just watch me. My kids would do that too. Yeah. All right, you guys. So here's our live episode. We hope you enjoy it. It's for the little crazy. It's twisty. Crazy. It's for the crazies. Yeah. 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 We like that. All right, here we go. Today, I am going to tell you about a case that caught my attention not by a listener this time, by an old episode of Dateline, but it was like one of those ones that just, I couldn't shake it. I needed to know more. So I decided to take a deep dive into the details surrounding it and tell you about it. Housewives of true crime style. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here we go. So it all starts with one Dave Krupa. Dave seems like a nice enough guy. He's like your pretty average Joe. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say he he's about as average looking as average. Okay. Gets. Okay. He worked at a repair shop. He was in okay. his 30s and newly single, living in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Heart of America. Was he uh married before or just like dating single? No, he was not married before. He had just moved into an apartment by himself because he had recently split from his ex who he had been with for 12 years. They were together for 12 years and they had two kids, never tied the knot. After 12 years, this chick, her name is Amy Flora. She said, 12 years is long enough, Dave. Bye. Okay. 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 So he admittedly is a little gun shy about marriage. I mean, clearly, right? Obviously. Yeah. So now that he just came out of a 12-year relationship, he was not on the market for anything serious. 
So he did what the kids did in 2012, which is the same thing as they do now. He hit the apps. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So through the apps, he hooked up with one Shanna Elizabeth Guilar. Okay. Okay. Got it. We have any thoughts about that name? Shanna. Shanna sounds a little psycho, right? Why do I think that? I think we did a case on a Shanna yeah, we did. or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't actually go by that name for whatever reason. She went by the name Liz. I guess her middle name's Elizabeth. So I'm just going to call her that. That's what everybody called her. Liz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Liz was a 37-year-old single mother who liked to have a good time. Dave thought she was a real disco biscuit, and initially she was cool with Dave making it clear to her that he wasn't interested in anything serial, okay? Okay. But as time went on, she caught feelings, okay? Of course. Right? Like we all do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like when you tell yourself, like, okay, I, I know. Oh, no, I'm that. cool. Like, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. a cool girl. Uh-huh. And she became a little clingy, Okay. Mm-hmm. So Dave did what guys like Dave do, and he started to pull away, and the romance started to fizzle out, and she was bummed, but and Dave was on to the next, right? So he went back to the apps and came across another woman who had actually caught his eye one day in his workplace. She had come in to have some work done on her car, and... They thought that sparks flew between them, but asking her out while he was at work would have been unprofessional. Okay. Okay. So he kept it classy, but was pleasantly surprised when he came across her profile on the dating app. What app was he using? Like match.com or Tinder? I don't know. Okay. Okay. One of those? It could have been plenty of fish. I mean, there's a million. We are, we don't know. We're not app people. We're too old. Truth. Truth. Okay. Her name was Carrie. Carrie Farver. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Dave swiped right or I don't know, whatever they do. Okay. And they went out and they hit it off. Carrie had a lot going for her. She's a real smart girl. She was a computer programmer and she was also a single mother who liked to have a good time. When Carrie and Dave went out, they hit it off. But even better, according to Dave, was that Carrie told him, FYI, I'm not looking for anything serious, dude. Dave was like, a jackpot? What a cool chick. Okay, side note, let's be real. I think that 90% of chicks that say that they are down with no strings attached are lying. Right? Yeah, especially, yes, yes. Come on. Yeah, we lie. All the time, right? So Carrie started having sleepovers with Dave. And one night she's there and somebody shows up at the door. And guess who it was? (gasps) The other girl. It was Liz. She left Liz. She left some stuff behind. Oh, of course she did. Yeah, because that's that's what we do. You leave stuff behind so that you have an excuse to go back there, right? Like we're all a little bit psycho in a minute, right? And then she just shows up. Yeah, knock, knock, knock. I haven't been driving by your apartment like 10 times. Yeah. (laughs) Shoots. Waiting for you to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Carrie's a cool chick, right? 
she's like no strings well, attached. Well, no strings attached. Oh it's yeah, right. We're just boning. Right. Okay. So Carrie, being that way, she said something to Dave like, Hey, this one seems like pissed. And maybe I'll should chat. I don't want any drama. So I'm just gonna bounce. I'll talk to you in the morning. And so she left. Now According to Liz, as Carrie passed her in the hallway, she called her a bitch. Ooh. Okay. Throw down. But that was it. There was no, like, big confrontation. Okay. You know? And Carrie never even mentioned it to Dave. And Dave oh. didn't hear her, you know? But so, like, it was, like, just a little, a li- just a little A bitch. little dig. Yeah. 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 So, but that was it. Okay. So... It was clear that things were over between Liz and Dave. And so the sleepovers between Carrie and Dave resumed the very next night. Right? Mm-hmm. So this went on for about two weeks. And things were going well for Carrie and Dave. He left for work in the morning around 6 a.m. And Carrie had spent the night. So he leaves like, bye, boo. And she is there still working on her computer. And he presumes she's going to leave a little bit later in the morning and head off to her job. Okay. So that's what happened. And everything was cool around 6 a.m. And then around 10 a.m., Dave was super bummed because Carrie texted him saying... I think we ought to move in together. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dave is like, fuck, hell no. Bitches be tripping, right? Like, I just got out of a 12-year relationship with my baby mama. Can't a guy just get laid without taking it to the next level? Sheesh. No, Dave, you can't. We are no. crazy. Okay? So Carrie texted Dave, oh, it's over. I hate you. Oh, hate. Even hate. Yeah, hate. Yeah, it appears the whole situation really sent Carrie off the deep end because next thing you know, she texted her mom. She had quit her job and was moving to Kansas and her mom needed to take care of her son, Max. Her mom was like blindsided and pissed. Like, what? what is this shit? Carrie also texted her, I broke up with my boyfriend and I'm checking into a mental hospital. Carrie's mom, Nancy, was like, um, excuse me, what boyfriend? And she grew really worried about Carrie's well-being. Carrie had been diagnosed as bipolar and had suffered from depression, but she was medicated and had been doing really well in recent years. And even when Carrie had been depressed in the past, she never, you know, ran away or acted so erratically. She was completely devoted to her son. So this was all very out of character for her. But her mom was desperate and she didn't know what to do. So she filed a missing persons report. When she went to the police, it seemed like they didn't take it that seriously that she needed to be found because they asked about Carrie's mental health and Nancy disclosed to them Carrie's mental health issues. And they were like, well, she's a grown woman who's probably off her meds. Not much we could do. So Carrie's behavior is getting more and more bizarre and concerning. Her family has not seen her in weeks. 
She is responding to texts, but no one can get her to pick up the phone and talk. She even quit her job via text. Via text? Whoa. Yeah, via text. Can you imagine? No. Via email, maybe, but text is strange. Okay. So Carrie is MIA. Do you know what that means, Tab? Because I'm a little worried about you since I found out you don't know about YOLO. God, you guys, I didn't know what YOLO meant. Do you guys know that? Sean just told me. Everyone knows. Everyone (laughs) Everyone knows. knows. Every single person If you are like me, what does it mean again? You only live once. Oh, yeah. You only live once. I just found that out, you guys. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, listen. Do you know what BBT means? BBT. No. (laughs) See, Christina? It means bitch be tripping. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Thanks, Christina. That was from Christina. I'm going to use that. I know FOMO. I definitely know FOMO because I have a lot of it, especially Mm -hmm. when my friends go on trips without me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have the opposite of FOMO. Tab told me I have the fear of joining in. You have FOJO. FOJO. Mm -hmm. You sometimes have FOMO also. You think? Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I really have FOMO. Like I do not. I want to be at every party at every occasion mm-hmm. and everything. And when I'm not, I get real sad. Mm-hmm. It's just like because I'm real empathetic. No, oh, shut up. <laughs> that was on our you episode have FOMO, today. Like next level, though, you guys like she does not want to go camping with me at all. And I will start talking about a camping trip or something. And she'll be like, Oh, we can go for that. We're available. Okay. What day? <laughs> and I'm like, you. And then, <laughs> then it comes and the weather's not perfect. And she's like, Oh, uh, gonna have to cancel that. But why do we cancel? Not because of me. We cancel because my husband doesn't it, want to have I'm bad like, weather. Okay. He doesn't he even want to camp. No. He doesn't so I try to make him like go on a birthday trip or not a birthday trip, like a work trip. So I could go camping by myself. And then he gets FOMO. He's like, you, well, you can't, I don't want to go. You can't go without me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The two of them together. You're the best couple ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Go on. Sorry. Okay. Glamping. Glamping. One of these days. Okay. So she's MIA and it seemed like she's having some kind of breakdown. Still her family thought for sure she would not miss a wedding that was coming up like two weeks after they filed the missing persons report because her son was an usher in the wedding. It was like a big deal. Okay. But she didn't show. She was busy. She was real busy. She was busy blowing up Dave Krupa with 50 to 60 messages a day. And she even started texting Liz too. These texts were super fatal attraction She would text things like, I see what you're doing right now in your blue shirt. And he would be wearing a blue shirt. So he would. Yeah. Yeah. So he would like run outside and try and find her and confront her. But she always eluded him. Okay. Mm -hmm. At the same time, she started texting her mom and her son aggressively as well. She threatened to come and take her son with her. And in response, her son, after a couple of weeks of this, her son was like, um, no, thank you. I'm going to finish high school and I'm going to live with my grandma. I'm not even into 
running away with whatever split personality my mom has morphed into at all. Okay. BBT. Bitch be tripping. Okay. <laughs> right. I told you I was going to use that. <laughs> okay. She also texted her mom, by the way, I sold all of my furniture and she sent her a picture of the check from the buyer. And she said she would be over to pick up her stuff. Her mom, Nancy, was like, no way, this is crazy, and took a picture of the check to the police. The police, I mean, who does that, right? Yeah. Yeah. The police did follow through once they saw this personal check, right? And they looked up the person who had written it, and it was Liz Goylar. (gasps) Of course. Okay, well, the police asked Liz about buying Carrie's furniture, and she told them, hell no, I did not buy that bitch's furniture. She stole my checkbook. Oh. Yeah, and... um, She told them, I've been harassed by her for weeks, and so has my ex, Dave. Go talk to him. So they did. Mm -hmm. Dave told police the last time he saw her was that morning in his apartment, and he showed them all of the messages he had been receiving from her ever since. After this, Carrie actually texted the detectives, I would really appreciate it if you would just leave Dave out of this. But they wrote her back. Our missing person investigation will not stop until we see you in person. But now this has really gotten their attention. Like, Carrie has got some balls. How long does she think she can elude police and her family? She wrote police she wanted one person to pay for taking everything from her. And police and Dave are thinking she must be talking about Liz, right? Mm -hmm. But it's weird because... I mean, they just had that one encounter in the hallway and Dave and Liz were broken up when Carrie entered the picture. So one night, Liz went into her garage and found it had been vandalized with the words whore from Dave spray painted on it. Whore from Dave. Like Dave is just going to go in there and like spray paint like bitch be tripping. Yeah. Love you, Dave. Yeah. So Liz is like not fucking around with this crazy. She's like files the first of multiple police reports that she had to file to document Carrie's harassment. So the harassment of Dave and Liz continues. And at the same time, Carrie's mother and son are still trying to get through to her that they love her and just please come home. So a few weeks after that, anyone that Carrie actually knew had seen her Carrie's father died from cancer she messaged her mother she's real sorry she missed the funeral no way she didn't even go to her own father's funeral no and the same week she posted on Facebook Dave Krupa proposed to me and I said yes like just randomly okay has anybody heard from Dave yeah Dave is like Dude, he's like, I can't get away from her. She is texting me, you know, emailing me, all of it nonstop, but I haven't seen her. So Carrie's fatal attraction craziness kept escalating. Carrie texted Dave. She had a copy of the spare key to his apartment and had been coming and going while he's been at work. Mm -hmm. Also, Liz got a message from Carrie I see my handiwork is still up in your garage. And she sent her a picture from inside her garage to prove that she'd been there. Whoa. 
whoa, is right. Okay. Then one day, Carrie's car turned up in the parking lot of Dave's complex. When he spotted it, he called the police right away. The police searched the car and treated it like it was a crime scene. And they, you know, dusted it for prints and the whole deal, right? And it was clean, except for they found one fingerprint on a container of mints. And they ran it through the database and it didn't turn up as anyone's and it didn't turn up as Carrie's either. Oh, okay. So strange. So Carrie continues to be elusive. They tried pinging her phone, but it came up as a random address in Omaha that didn't have any possible connection to her. And remember, she was a really intelligent computer programmer, and there's software and apps that can disguise your location. So it looked like Carrie had just mastered how to do all that stuff. Now, all of this stalking and harassment started to kind of bring Dave and Liz closer together, right? They comforted each other and exchanged notes on the latest messages and threats. Well, this only made things worse. Carrie threatened to slit Dave's children's throats. Okay, next level. Next level. And then she lit Liz's house on fire. Okay. Like with a gas can? Like how does she do it? Yeah, some kind of um, excedrent. I'm sure I'm saying that word, but you know what I'm talking about. Okay. And Liz and her children were in the process of moving out of the house. (laughs) So thankfully. Accelerant. 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 Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Excedrent. That's for your headache, I think. I know. What did you get after? Yeah. When you realize that your house has been caught on fire, you're going to. Well, listen, you're going to have an excedrin headache. That's you are for sure. (laughs) Okay. Her, her and her kids were not there, but her two dogs, cat and pet snake were still Mm. there and they all perished in the fire. Oh, sad. Except for the snake. Not so into snakes. I I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to be that cruel. (laughs) Okay. So it's terrorizing. Dave and Liz's lives, as well as Carrie's family, because they just are desperate to find her and kind of save her from herself. So Dave bought a gun for protection, but it was stolen out of his apartment. No forced entry, no evidence of a burglary, just gone. Disappeared. Yeah. Dave moved out of the apartment and out to Council Bluffs just outside. Well, it's like an hour outside of Omaha, actually. That's where his ex, Amy, lived with his kids. At this point, it's been almost three years since all the harassment began. But it had started to be less and less. Still, though, the ever-present danger of Carrie fulfilling her threats of harm was always you know, looming and still no answers as to when Carrie's spiral was going to like, just bring her home to her, her son who was now, he was graduating from high school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be there for that. So Carrie's mom had a dream where Carrie's father came to her and said, don't worry, Nancy, she's with me. And she said, from then on, 
she knew this wasn't Carrie. This was something much more terrible than Carrie having a mental breakdown. What is it, Liz? It's Liz. Hold your horses, Tap. <laughs> okay. Everybody else is saying, yes, it's Liz too. <laughs> so now. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to to go chill. So get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Oh, it's... Unless it's Dave and that puts Dave in like a total fucking psycho. Okay, Okay, I'm 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 waiting. I'm waiting. Okay. So now it's 2015 and some new detectives take a look into this case, which has had everyone scratching their heads in Omaha about this woman who has been harassing these two people for years and is still even missing from her own family. They begin to look into evidence that someone could be impersonating Carrie and the case takes a turn. Liz actually showed up at the police station to file a report against Amy Flora, Dave's baby mama, for stalking her. She said, I think maybe Amy is behind everything. It makes more sense for her to be so loco because she was with Dave for 12 years and him and Carrie only dated for like two weeks. And this whole missing gun thing has got to be her because according to Dave, she's the only other person with a key to his apartment. And so police took her report and said they will look into it. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Interesting, right? Well, Mm -hmm. it gets more interesting, Tap. The very next night, Liz went on a walk by herself in the park, which is totally logical for someone who believes that there is a deranged stalker after them. Yeah, no, I don't think you do that. I don't think you do that. But okay, so guess what happened? She was assaulted. She got shot. What? Yeah, yeah. She said that Amy Flora came up behind her while she was sitting all by herself at night in a park and shot her in the leg. Okay? Okay. There was a shooter. There was a search for a shooter loose in the park, and Liz was taken to the hospital, and police also headed over to Amy's house because she identified the shooter right away. So they go over to Amy's to question her. And when the detectives got there, they felt the hood of her vehicle and it was cold. And the neighbor across the street vouched for her and said, oh, no, Amy's. She hasn't left all day. Still, they brought her in for a polygraph and she failed. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But. They still let her go because they pretty much knew who was responsible for everything on account of some evidence that had recently been uncovered from their computer specialists after countless hours. Turns out, ding, 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 Liz had been harassing herself. I knew it. Dude, Liz shot herself. Could you guys even imagine? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, if you're going to take it to the level to shoot yourself, I mean, shooting yourself in the leg, that is so easy. Right? Like, isn't that? I mean, I it's mean definitely... maybe the, the arm would be kind of hard because you don't want to. You don't want to get that. Like, no, the arm is bad because you need your arms. Like, you could maybe shoot yourself in, like, the calf or something. But no one who wants you to shoot you is going to shoot you just in the leg. They're going to shoot you ding, ding, ding in the head or in the in the chest. If they're good at shooting a gun, but if you're like an idiot. Okay. Which, you know, we are not. I just think it's like if you're going to be that, you know, raises a lot of flags. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So using a number of different accounts and apps to disguise her identity is how Liz was pulling this whole charade off. But there was one with an IP address that was still directly linked to Liz's house. Did you say IEP? I didn't. Maybe I did. (laughs) I usually call IEPs IPAs, though. (laughs) The teachers don't think that's very funny, FYI, but I do. <laughs> and you just had an I- IEP yesterday, so mm-hmm. I think you might have said that. Yeah. Okay, her IP address. Okay, her IP address. Okay, it's linked to her house. And they went back to that one fingerprint that was found in her car, remember? Mm-hmm. And they had access to Liz's fingerprint at this point on some other case that she was involved in. Anywho is a match. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. So the next question is, well, what the fuck happened to Carrie? Okay. Yeah. Where is Carrie? Yeah. 
So in the, the glass box in the basement? No. Oh. You psycho. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the detectives smartly took the approach like, hey, let's see if we can get Liz to kind of, you know, tell on herself, right? So they interviewed her about Amy shooting her and informed her that they had found what they suspected were Carrie's remains. And they were trying to put a timeline together of the last time she was seen. And, you know, hey, hey, Liz, anything you can tell us would help. The detective told her, we actually, you know what we're thinking? We're thinking that if Amy was bold enough to shoot you in the leg, she was probably bold enough to do something with Carrie. And Liz was like, 100%, you guys. So I will do whatever I can to help, of course. So now Liz is like, oh my gosh, jackpot, okay? She's thinking, I have a chance to now get Dave's other ex locked up and have Dave forever. So she went home right away and conjured up some emails to forward to the police. The emails that she said were from Amy said, like, as if someone that shot you would write this. Hey, I shot you in the park so you would stay away from Dave. And I made up a couple of emails and numbers you and Dave thought were Carrie to get rid of you, but it didn't work too well. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something someone who had been questioned by the police for a shooting would do. Okay. Police still said, okay, these are good, but they're kind of vague. So maybe if you respond, Liz, she'll write you back with some specific details. Liz was like, okay, I'll try. Mm-hmm. So then she comes back to them with, okay, so I wrote her, hey, whose gun did you shoot me with? And did you ever meet up with Carrie? Okay, air quotes, Amy wrote Liz back. The gun was Dave's and you did not get it as bad as crazy Carrie. I stabbed Carrie with a knife in the chest and stomach and took her out and burned her body and threw away the remains in a garbage bag with crap. Oh, really bad, right? Yeah. Still police were like, okay, that's good, Liz, but we need, we need more. more. (laughs) Yeah. So she said, okay, I'll try. But she couldn't keep this to herself, right? So she also decided to call Dave and fill him in on the police finding Carrie's remains. And that the police think, you know what? Amy's responsible for everything. Okay, so Dave, just imagine, he's like, what the F is going on? How is this shit even possible? So he calls detectives and asks them, What's going on? And they can't give him much information, but they do tell him, we recommend that you move in with Amy and avoid Liz. We'll tell you that. Okay. Well, Liz found out Dave moved in with Amy and she did not take this very well. Okay. So she called the police when she found out and she was like, real pissed and pathetic. 
when we air this episode, I'll play the audio, but it's like, this is what it sounds like. I just don't understand, you guys. I mean, how is it that she can like shoot me? And, you know, now he moves in with her and I'm all by myself. <laughs> you are so good at impersonation. <laughs> Maybe I won't include the audio. That's, you get the gist, right? Okay. Give you Academy Award. For oh. Looks like honored. a Charlie Saron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looks like the only person that benefited was her. So she gets to shoot somebody, and then she gets to kill another person, and then she gets to move in with Dave, and she gets to be free. And you guys aren't arresting her. Okay. So the emails she's getting from Amy, again, air quotes Amy, to Liz, really start pouring in with specifics. Like, she's on fire. She's like, you know, they really, like, she's got to break them up. Okay. So now she's getting real specific. Like Carrie had tattoos on her body and Liz is Mm. describing them. Okay. While police were coaxing as much info out of Liz as they could, they kept her under surveillance because they were afraid she was going to actually, yeah, they were afraid she's going to do something to Amy. They found that she was driving by her house like three times a day. Right. Mm -hmm. Nutty. So have you ever done that? A drive-by? Oh, sure. So like an ex-girlfriend though. Well, I don't have any ex-girlfriends. No. If your boyfriend had an ex-girlfriend or a girlfriend, like whatever, you know. Oh like no, I've never drive-by. done a drive-by yeah. of like a girl. No, 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 no. But I've okay. driven by their house for sure. Yes, of course. But yeah. not like an ex or whatever. Now yeah, I, the girls don't even know how good they have it. Now you can just go on social media. You don't even need to like do the, I know, you don't right? Even, you don't even need to do the drive-by. Okay, so the police were able to start corroborating what she was telling them about stabbing Carrie and everything by locating Carrie's SUV. The SUV had had a couple of owners, but they were able to locate it, and they pulled up the upholstery on the passenger side of the car, and there was a large blood stain. Mm. And they tested it, and it was Carrie's. And it's Carrie's. Mm -hmm. So they arrest Liz on an unrelated charge. And at this point, they question her about Carrie's disappearance. Now, this is the first time she did not know that the police were, like, on her side. And she's like, um, whoa. Are you serious? I think I need a lawyer. And, you know... When you mention the L word, that's the point where the conversation They're done. stops. Yeah. Okay. But they still wanted more evidence. Okay. So she bonded out. But thankfully, on December 22nd, 2016, they were able to charge her with the murder of Carrie Farber. And give Carrie's family finally some explanation for the years of torture and some kind of peace that Carrie, you know, she didn't abandon her son and her family. She didn't even leave, you know, she didn't leave willingly at all. Okay. So it gets a little complicated because the trial was all circumstantial. Because they don't have the body? They don't have the body. They still don't. I thought they had like they saw they found remains, but it they wasn't, found her blood. No, they just they made that thing about finding the oh. remains up just to go Liz. 
Okay. Which according to Liz, she just like dumped her with some trash, which why don't more people do that? Because it seems like if you just did mix up like body parts with the garbage, you probably could get away with it, right? I don't know, but I don't like giving any information on how to do it. Oh, geez. You know nobody that. is going to go. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm always asked it's like <laughs> this way to, if anybody goes missing anytime around my like area, like Gretchen's my first person, like I'm going to be like, it's totally you. Yeah. The trial was all circumstantial, but with all the loads of computer forensics, it was pretty clear Liz had stabbed Carrie to death in her SUV the morning of November 13th, 2012, and then stolen her identity as a way to manipulate her obsession, Dave. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the key pieces of evidence at the trial was a photo that Liz thought she had deleted of Carrie's foot. Where? Like she just like took it because she wanted some like serial killer treasure, some trophy trophy? shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it had a, like one of Carrie's identifiable tattoos on it. And then they had an expert testify. Oh, that's a dead foot. They could tell through his expertise. Okay. There was like rigor mortis or some like whatever or something. Yeah. Yeah. Liz, for some reason she waived a jury trial and actually had a judge decide her fate, which of course, because she knew she was guilty. Well, a judge found her guilty. Like, that was real dumb. Like, maybe you could convince a jury, but a judge? No way. No. Right? I know. I don't know why people do that. Yeah. I would for sure, because sometimes you get some idiots on the jury and you, like, OJ. I mean. Yeah. So she got guilty of murder one and guilty of second degree arson. So revisit that for a second. She killed the her way, dog. She- her dog, and her, her cat, and her snake. I mean, I get the snake. I know. Yeah. But she she's killed like, her own animals. She's that's, like, it's that's... time to get rid of the family pets, kids. That's oh, weird. my God. That's whack. whack. What does she look like? I'm going to grab. Yeah, go ahead. Liz okay, Goylar. Okay. Okay, so what's everyone up to now? Well, Dave, still single. Of Ready to mingle. Dave's single. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dave is never, never going to hold down a fort. No, I don't think so. He works as an insurance salesman. Amy, his ex, has moved on with another man, but looks, you know, really happy. And they are residing in Council Bluffs still. Liz is serving her time in Nebraska. There is no recent mugshot on the prison site, but at the end of 2017, she was girlfriend was looking wrecked. Okay. She yeah. Okay, so I imagine okay. her lick, looks have not improved. I think I found her meet a prisoner. No page. way. I didn't have a picture. Like, but it she's had still like using it had like apps? all of her Well, there's not that many prisoners in Nebraska and um I mean, I really don't know if it was her, but it meant like all of her demographic, you know, her age, whatever. Because it doesn't and the same, say like, like, I think it, it said like the charges. Like I was pretty sure it was her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to. I made a fake meet a prisoner. No, you did not. Yeah, You I made did. a fake one yourself. Okay. Well, this you is ha- her, right? Yeah. Look you have to, to get on the site. You have to say you're, you know, looking for love. 
<laughs> so I became um, a man named Matt. I, it's not like I, I didn't talk to anyone. I'm not a catfish. But I just needed to get oh into, God. you know, where you could look. Oh, my God. The beautiful one is her before. Carrie. No, that's Carrie. Oh. And the okay, other one that looks sad. That's, that's that's Liz. Yeah, that's Liz. Okay, let's let's go back here. That was her mugshot. And actually, you know, she didn't look bad when she was arrested, but you can see but what about um, this one? During the trials, she started looking, you know how like it happens to presidents where they start looking oh, God, like they're older quick. She start over time she started looking. It's tired. You're like st- the stress will kill you, man. Yeah. So anyways, okay. So who, who am I at now? We've covered Liz, all of her, by the way, all of her social media. I mean, I really wanted to go back. I mean, that's all wiped. And so is Carrie's. So you can't see like any of those crazy. I tried everything, went down every Reddit road, you know, whatever. You can't see all those old posts that when she was impersonating her. Okay, so as far as Carrie, her remains, like I said, have never been found, but she wanted to be cremated and thrown to the wind. So Says who? Like she knew at 30-something years old? I don't know. According to her family, that's what she wanted, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you really want to be thrown into the wind. There's can blow back. <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. Sadly, I've had that. I've had that experience one time. Oh, the beach with some ashes. It was. It was. It was not. It was just you know. Sorry, it just wasn't what it is. And then it was all over. It was on my hands. And then I had to wash my hands. And then I thought, I don't think they wanted their final resting place to be on down my drain. Did it get in your mouth? No, but my husband's. Yeah, it was his grandfather. Oh God. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend when they say they're inside of you. It really is true. Really is. Yeah, I recommend you just get on a boat and go out to sea, not just throwing on the beach. I think that's not. And it was a dog beach. I mean, it really was like a lot of things went wrong that day Mm -hmm. with the ashes. But I want to say that in the most respectful way possible. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Just, Just a little advice. So. In lieu of throwing her ashes in the wind, they released those paper lanterns. You know what I'm talking about? Like at night, they had like a huge lantern release ceremony. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty. Yeah, really pretty. So, um, you know, that's but then I always, cool. I always also think like what happens to all those lanterns? They also are. Yeah, I know. Supposedly the they're biodegradable, but not. I think it takes a long time still. Yeah. yeah. So whatever. Okay. I mean, we're just not environmentally friendly, apparently. Are we? Got it. Yeah. Okay. There's also a technology scholarship in Carrie's name. That's nice too. Her mm-hmm. son, Max, followed in her footsteps and is working in the computer field. He is very recently engaged, according to Facebook. And it's, he's like the nicest kid ever. I mean, in every interview, he's really, really nice. And I'm sure Carrie is very proud of him. And that's it. 
Sad. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. You did a, you did a crazy, crazy, crazy bitch case. <laughs> mm-hmm. We love those crazy bitch cases. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you guys. We do. We do. Well, that was fun. Was it? It was. For you. For you. You just drank. I know. Laughed at me messing up. <laughs> it is hard being the person to do it live. It's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah. But you did a great job. Turns out. Oh, thank you so much. I don't think it's maybe my my strongest attribute. It's okay. Not going to put it on my resume. Not this. Not this my episode. skills. Live, live true crime podcasting. We'll get better and better in time. So when we actually do a live show, like in front of an audience, we'll be real good. Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll have like okay, yeah. music and fun. And oh, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. I was hoping my winning personality would just sail us through the live show. Oh, well, it did. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so okay. thanks, everybody, for joining again. And mm-hmm. um, I want to give a couple shout outs. We've gotten a couple reviews in the last week. One from F.M. Castig. She says she's obsessed and she says, keep up the great work. And she says she loves these two disco biscuits, by the way. God. Yeah. Which is so fun. Okay. So Natalie, after the show, she looked up disco biscuit where the term. Oh, she did. What does it say? It says it's a 70s term for a drug, which kind of makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) well we're reclaiming it a hundred percent we're reclaiming it as something different than that of course but don't you think that makes kind of sense like hey give me one of those disco biscuits okay it does kind of make sense but listen maybe if we reclaim it hard enough we can make it into like the urban dictionary as you know started oh HWTC. 100%. We are going to be in the Urban Dictionary later today. Thank you very much for that recommendation. Okay. 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 So Obsessed OC Mama, and her name is Mama KP. She says that she loves binge watching while cleaning and kind of taking care of the kids. Oh, girlfriend, you are so our cup of tea. We are really into kind of taking care of our kids too. And then Jen, she says she loves it. She loves when I call you Gretchy Poo. She says she dies on the (laughs) (laughs) And this one, Gretchy and Tab for the win from Clarissa731. Thank you so much. Thank you, Clarissa. So that's it for this week. If you guys haven't given us a review, we would love it. We love to shout them out. We also are on Patreon and Himalaya membership. If you want to check us out there, all these old episodes from when we were a different podcast called Prime Carpools and Cocktails are up. And all of them. I don't think you put all of them up, all but of I'm them, sure you're going to, I'm getting I'm sure you're getting to it. Yeah. My to-do list is so long. Listen, I'm just telling the people I'm riding her ass hard. She is riding me, but she's also okay. sitting on her ass while she's riding my ass. So that's true. That's true. Um, Somebody's got to do it. Criminies. Got 10,000 steps yesterday. Okay, so you're not sitting on your ass, but you're not on your computer. Yeah, I'm standing on it. That's right. <laughs> okay, so that's that. Check us out. Mm-hmm. Housewives of True Crime. Also on Instagram and Facebook and our Facebook group. And that's all for today. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.